Hello everyone. Uh, welcome to our third session of the AI broadcast series. We aim to discuss, highlight and uh, provide a perspective on all things AI in our fortnightly event series. Uh, just a quick note, the information provided in this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be constructed as legal advice. The discussion of copyright and patentability of AI outputs is complex and subject to change. It is important to consult with a qualified legal professional before making any decisions based on the information presented here. And whatever statements made in this podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views of any other organization or individual. The speaker does not warrant the accuracy, completeness or timeliness of the information provided and disclaims any liability or any damages resulting from the use of information herein. Uh, with this, uh, let's start with the podcast. So uh, with us today, we have Vinay. He's the CEO and founder of Arya AI. Hi, Vinay. How are you? Hey, Kitki. Yeah, I'm good. I'm doing great. So excited, excited for the conversation today. Uh, great. So uh, the last podcast that we had done uh, last month, we had talked about NVIDIA and AI hardware. Uh, it was quite an uh, engaging discussion. Now, they've crushed the estimations and earned uh, around $13.5 billion in Q2 of this year. So, what do you think about this? I think that clearly reflects what's the uh, uh, demand right now for AI hardware, uh, which is also a reflection of uh, the demand around uh, AI and uh, AI products, right? Um, and of course, majority of this uh, AI products uh, demand was driven by uh, LLMs uh, or generative AI, uh, particularly. Um, so that's one of the key reasons uh, why they have seen a super spike in uh, revenue. And it, I mean, it's it's quite fascinating to see uh, those kind of numbers uh, being produced by one of the large uh, institutions. Um, I think uh, they have grown uh, 2x of revenue as compared to last year, uh, compared to last quarter, uh, they've grown 88%. So these numbers are unimaginable in, 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 a, mark, in, in a size of uh, such, uh, such uh, sorts. Um, I think it's super exciting for sure. Uh, we have discussed that uh, this is only going to grow. Uh, it may not have a similar momentum, but uh, it's an upward curve. Uh, there could be some correction in the short term, but from a long term perspective, it's clearly an exponentially up upward curve for sure. Uh, great. Uh, so uh, just quickly getting on with today's discussion. So today uh, the topic would revolve around intellectual property and the copyright copyrights in AI and the changing uh, regulatory landscape. So uh, just yesterday, there was an article uh, that mentioned uh, about the U UK legislators called on the government to limit AI's uh, unrestricted use of copyrighted content to ensure uh, creative protections. So the patent law and the copyright laws we have today are created by humans for humans. The AI-crafted inventions and AI-generated works of art we are seeing, they do not fall uh, under that purview. And also the existing framework for intellectual property law, it does not recognize the non-human creatives that we are seeing today. Now, this is a problem that we are increasingly facing, especially, uh, you know, uh, uh, especially as the generative AI models uh, are continuing to are in adoption. So, Vinay, uh, is it possible uh, to copyright the output from a generative AI tool? Um. 
Okay. First off, I'm not a patent uh, legal advisor. So I would probably give comments on uh, what my opinions are, what I think about it. Uh, so, for example, if you look at the output of these tools, uh, in a way, there is no manual intervention to generate these tools, or there could be minimal minimal intervention. For example, prompting could be a minimal intervention that is required to generate a unique art um, that can get differentiated between output one versus output two. Uh, is this enough uh, to create a copyright uh, of uh, and own the output uh, that is generated by the system? Uh, I think currently there is a lot of debate that is going particularly on this aspect. Uh, like how do you define uh, the copyrights of it uh, or what uh, what makes it as copyrighted, uh, copyright enough, for example. Uh, so given this confusion, there is a lot of uh, noise as well. Uh, for example, uh, you know, so from a generative AI perspective, it's not just happening on uh, text uh, images, but also on voice, video, and mix of all things, right? Um, and this becomes really uh, challenging as we go forward. Uh, for example, there was uh, one case uh, or, or one example uh, where uh, there was an artist by name Ghostwriter. Uh, they uploaded a track called uh, Hot on My Sleeves, uh, which was kind of sounded like uh, Drake and Weekend. Uh, in fact, it was actually derived, uh, they actually used an AI tool and uh, created uh, um, the music uh, to sound like uh, some of these artists. Uh, it quickly gained uh, close to over 9 million views um, and it created a lot of uh, reels in TikTok uh, uh, and all. Uh, even though it was later pointed out and uh, being removed by uh, both Spotify and YouTube platforms, uh, it's it's hard to get uh, that track at this point of time. Uh, in this case, it was removed because it was violating the copyrights of uh, the uh, actual artists themselves. Um, so this is an example where the market has taken an action uh, because of the feedback or, uh, or the comments that they received from the users. Uh, but let's take more, uh, uh, you know, more uh, constructive example. Uh, so there was a graphic novel created by Chris. Uh, the novel is called uh, Zarya of the Dawn. Uh, I hope I'm spelling it right. So uh, he used Mid Journey uh, and created graphic novel uh, uh, out of it. And uh, he, the, he was actually issued copyright in uh, September 2022 uh, uh, last year. So. Can this be assumed that uh, uh, anything, any art that is generated by, uh, uh, you know, uh, generative uh, models uh, uh, to be patent, uh, sorry, to be copyright enough? Um, again, there is still conflicting outputs out of this. Uh, for example, uh, quickly uh, in 2023, uh, US Copyright Office uh, gave clear conclusions uh, that any work uh, which is, uh, any work which is created by AI uh, autonomously uh, without involvement of human is not copyright worthy. Uh, and uh, a work is copyrightable where a complex written or visual or musical, musical art uh, is generated by AI technology through a user prompt uh, is also not uh, cop uh, copyrightable. So they gave some guidelines around, uh, you know, what uh, what makes sense, uh, what is copyrightable and what is not copyrightable. At least uh, the high level or uh, the high level uh, observations was anything which is generated by the machines and machines alone is not copyright worthy. Um, and uh, uh, prompting is not uh, is not a, a substantial uh, uh, input enough 
to create a corporate worthy output. Uh, at least this is what uh, a very rough guidance. Um, but uh, uh, again, um, you know, some each geography acts very differently when it comes to uh, taking a final call on uh, the corporate insurance. Uh, like European law doesn't allow anything that is generated by computer as as corporate worthy. Whereas UK, it's theoretically allows, uh, but not sure how much or how much not. Uh, in US, there is a bit of confusion on uh, uh, because something was issued, something was not issued, so it was a bit of uh, confusion there. Uh, in short, there is no clear uh, clear cut framework uh, or clear cut guidelines on. Uh, on on uh, when it becomes corporate worthy uh, and when it doesn't becomes corporate worthy when it comes to the output from a generative AI perspective. Uh, great. So on that note, uh, we are seeing uh, generative AI startups like we have uh, OpenAI, Anthropic, or even Stability AI. Now uh, they provide foundation models. Uh, so can they claim the ownership uh, in the innovation or uh, or copyright? Okay, so let's assume that, um, you know, the output generated by uh, generative AI models, uh, it could be LLMs or uh, vision models or audio or music, any any of these models. Uh, uh, they have reached to a stage where these outputs are copyright worthy. Then uh, who owns the copyright? Uh, is it the user who are using this or is it the provider who is providing the capacity to build uh, these copyright-worthy outputs? Um, I think uh, there is uh, dual dialogues that are going on today. Uh, for example, uh, typically uh, when somebody looks at these foundation models, right? Uh, so these foundation models are nothing but tools for the users to create an output. Uh, they themselves may not create the output. Uh, for example, without giving any prompt and any query, uh, these foundation models are simply, you know, uh, it's, it's just a database of uh, knowledge, right? Uh, then if somebody initiates that conversation and creates that output, so who will uh, own that output? Uh, in a way, there is comments uh, that are uh, produced by uh, legal uh, lawyers, uh, and it's still not finalized, nor conclusive, nor clear. Uh, the views were being provided in a manner saying that, you know, so the copyright or ownership of the output should also be given to not just uh, the uh, not just the uh, foundation models, uh, but also uh, the enablers of these foundation models. Uh, for example, let's imagine an example, right? So I have a ton of protein structured data, for example. Um, I'm, I'm a private entity. I own uh, uh, I own uh, a ton of uh, uh, protein structure information on some, uh, you know, on, on on some medicine or something of that sorts. Uh, now I have licensed it uh, to uh, to a tool to build uh, an LLM of sorts, right? Maybe synthetic AI model, for example. Let's say this synthetic AI model that is trained on my protein structure data uh, produced an output which is actually uh, a medicine-worthy kind of uh, protein structure, for example. So then who will own the copyright of it? Uh, do I have control on that end output or not, right? Uh, in a way, the debate is, uh, you know, so even if you create this, uh, unless you have uh, prompts uh, or unless you know how to create that new structure, uh, this model 
doesn't have any intrinsic value, right? It's, it's, it's just a tool uh, that enabled uh, the user to create that end output. Whereas another dialogue is, you know, without the tool being there, uh, this invention or uh, this output would have never been created, right? Um, then the comment is, uh, you know, they should also own uh, the IP of this. Um, if you take the second scenario saying that uh, the foundation model and the data providers uh, should own the IP, then it's going to be really cumbersome, really chaotic uh, uh, world, right? Because uh, anybody who has contributed in building that LLM, it could be simply one statement that they have written in some website that is used as a training for this LLM, uh, can claim to have certain ownership of uh, the end output. Uh, so this becomes really challenging. Uh, so then they may simply say that, you know, let's take an example of, uh, for example, a pen or a brush. Uh, uh, while the brush design may not uh, influence uh, the painting, uh, uh, um, so the brush will not have uh, uh, nothing but a, a simply a tool set role uh, in creating that uh, painting, right? Uh, so there are very conflicting ideas, conflicting dialogues in terms of, um, you know, uh, uh, whether these uh, foundation models uh, uh, will have any kind of uh, uh, any kind of ownership on the final output or not. Uh, in the same manner, I think let's imagine that we go to a you know, plus plus stage in next maybe three years, four years, there is an AGI, for example, uh, or pseudo AGI or something of that sort. Uh, and it comes up with a new formula, uh, like E equal to MC squared, likewise, this AGI or you know, this LLM comes up with new formula that is revolutionary enough um, I'm sure the builders of uh, that LLM so would have enough motivation uh, to, uh, to to uh, you know to debate saying that that new invention wouldn't have possible uh, unless this has been there, right? Uh, next, uh, uh, this would this would probably have happen when uh, when uh, when people realize uh, AI also being an author. Uh, this is another uh, uh, another uh, discussion, right? Uh, can AI become an author as part of the copyright or a patent? Uh, if that is realized, then all of these questions could be valid. Uh, being, you know, so then AI will not be viewed as a tool. Uh, AI will be viewed as an assistant. Uh, like in any classic, uh, you know, research project, you will have a senior uh, uh, professor or a senior manager who manages uh, the project, and then you have multiple team members. Uh, if AI is realized as an author, probably then uh, AI could also be uh, part of uh, or, or owns uh, a part of all the innovations uh, that uh, it was being used for. Um, so I don't know which direction uh, the world will take, uh, whether they would realize AI as an author or co-author or not. Uh, um, and based on that uh, 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 inflection, there could be uh, a tremendous amount of changes in terms of uh, how does a copyright work when somebody uses an LLM or a foundation model, uh, how what what becomes patentable, who controls what, uh, how much share that uh, uh, you know the the LLM or the foundation model uh, owners uh, own uh, and the data providers own and the builders uh, own. Um, so uh, again, it's. Currently, nothing is clear. 
it, it all depends upon uh, how many uh, recommendations, suggestions, and conflicts that we are going to see, uh, how much amount of jurisdiction has played uh, in uh, creating uh, such framework uh, in the final output. Okay. And uh, what if somebody is building the IP on top of these foundation models? What are the risks in such scenario? Yeah, um, at least on paper, certain foundation models, um, you know, uh, uh, are not uh, uh, defining an ownership in the output. Um, I think ChatGPT uh, usage terms does say that uh, they don't have an ownership or not claim ownership uh, over the content generated by uh, the ChatGPT API uh, uh, for uh, the user or the end users, for example. Uh, but there is always this intrinsic problem, right? Uh, let's say I use certain foundation model and I created uh, certain uh, uh, IP, which is going to be revolutionary uh, in terms of usage, for example. Um, you know, so how does does that yeah, equally does this still motivate the foundation model providers uh, to not uh, uh, own the copyright of uh, the end output, right? Um, so you would always have a challenge uh, in terms of uh, uh, you know the IP that you have created when you use an LLM, uh, uh, unless uh, there is a clarity on uh, as I said in my previous question. So uh, uh, you know there is a clarity on the role uh, of all these parties uh, clearly structured in a legal framework. There would always be a question saying that okay I used an LLM. Uh, in their copyright, uh, in their user agreement, there was no mention about the ownership of the copyright. Uh, then what does that mean? Uh, does that mean that uh, uh, if I create some IP out of this LLM, uh, does the foundation model provider would always uh, come back to me and ask for the copyright of this output? Um, the answer is, I don't know. Uh, uh, it could motivate uh, the players in, in, in either ways, right? Uh, so that's the risk. Uh, so uh, whatever you are built, uh, unlike uh, today, where you use definitive tools and create an IP, you know that you you own that uh, IP completely. Whereas in this case, there would always be a certain uh, delta where you are not fully clear about it. So this is one risk. Uh, second risk is uh, you know you have you do not have control on how these foundation models have been built. Uh, so, for example, uh, you know, so there is a lot of uh, allegations on chat GPT that they are using uh, uh, copyright material as part of their model training. Uh, for example, Harry Potter books, uh, uh, you know, there is a lot of news uh, uh, that was there uh, in the last couple of weeks uh, where uh, there is allegation that they, are, they have used uh, the Harry Potter books, uh, copyrighted Harry Potter books as part of their uh, model training. Now, what does that mean? So let's say if somebody has used a copyrighted data as part of the model building uh, without uh, proper licenses, right? And then you created some IP uh, out of this uh, model uh, and accidentally or, uh, uh, or, or, or uh, you know, uh, willingly, uh, you've used that output in creating this copyright. So instead of getting a copyright, you will be sued for copyright violation, right? Uh, uh, for example, you know, let's take an image that you generated. Uh, you didn't know that, uh, uh, you know, maybe Midjourney or, or or some other model has used some copyrighted data 
uh, and when you created this final image, uh, certain images were uh, as these are, you know, uh, a progressive uh, a progressive copy of a copyrighted image, which was not fully uh, licensed by the model, uh, then you are kind of violating the copyrights uh, of this, right? Uh, and this this was the problem that uh, Stability AI has faced when uh, Getty Images uh, showed them. Uh, so it was observed that uh, you know if you create a prompt uh, uh, in a manner uh, uh, in, in in a certain manner, uh, you could actually get the final images along with the uh, along with the uh, uh, watermark of uh, Getty, for example. Uh, so this will be challenging. And in this uh, uh, generation where data and data privacy is very super critical, uh, it's going to be quite, uh, uh, quite uh, you know, tough uh, to be able to trust an LLM completely uh, unless uh, they disclose their sources uh, fully and or uh, disclose uh, uh, their copyright and uh, commercial uh, terms with the copyrighted information fully. Um, you would always have challenges in trusting that uh, LLM, for example. So uh, these are the two uh, main issues. Um, and then, um, you know, even web crawling, for example. So in a way, web crawling is allowed, uh, but uh, the owners of the uh, websites can uh, say no to web crawling, uh, can opt out of it. Uh, and if you still use that information, you are again violating the copyrights, right? Um, so this is the biggest problem with uh, LLMs. Uh, you know, if enterprises choose to use these LLMs, uh, and uh, uh, let's say in some conversation, in some image, or some uh, 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 you know voice or music or video, uh, in any of those, there is a resemblance with a copyrighted information, and there was no constructive contract between uh, the uh, foundation model. Uh, provider and the copyrighted content provider, uh, you will be in a big mess, uh, right? Uh, this 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 could create challenges in fully trusting the model output uh, without enough validation. Um, I would say this is uh, uh, one of the uh, some of the uh, challenges. Um, and on the counterpart of it, uh, for example, uh, the league, uh, the regulatory uh, framework who who is doing uh, due diligence on these artworks, on these uh, outputs, uh, uh, they also have a lot of challenges, right? Uh, for example, if you give me a music and apply it for copyright, uh, the regulatory uh, auditor who's looking at this music to issue copyright, they have to be, uh, they, have to, they have to know uh, and, and have enough capacity and capability to, uh, to do copyright checks, right? Uh, uh, so do they have those tools to enable that? It's, it's, I, I'm not sure if that's the case or not. Uh, so in a way, uh, uh, anything that is built on these LLMs, uh, it's probably could be questionable. Uh, uh, probably uh, uh, there, there could be chance of uh, copyright violation. Uh, you may not know unless there is a clear transparency from the point of data collection. Uh, and uh, 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 once the data collection is clear, modeling is, you know, the ownership is taken by uh, the provider any which way. Uh, I, I don't think that their ownership or accountability is not clear, uh, but at least uh, the accountability of the model providers uh, uh, should also go back to the data collection piece as well. Uh, unless there is a clarity from end to end, uh, 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 the corporate violation risk would always be there, and uh, and as I said, from a copyright, uh, 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 you know, contribution or shareholding of the LLM is 
uh, probably maybe the time will solve that problem at least uh, in, in terms of getting the clarity. Interesting. So uh, given that, uh, you know, there is a growing influence of generative AI, in your opinion, uh, is this the end of original art? Um, probably not. I think this is the beginning of uh, a new age original art. Uh, you know, as, as, as it becomes quite easy to become an artist, everybody can become an artist, right? Uh, if that's the case, then how do you come out of the clutter? Uh, the, you can only come out of the clutter by, gain, uh, by, by being uh, creative enough, right? Um, I would say uh, this is a definitely an era of uh, noise. Uh, uh, and uh, this is not going to stop anytime soon. In fact, it will continue to grow. There is no stop to it. Uh, uh, as I said, so everybody is now an artist, right? Uh, um, you know, a, an engineer who has never done uh, paint and brush, uh, or a, or probably a kid uh, who is still in, uh, in 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 their school, uh, they can also become a very great artist, producing quite good prompts and then getting very very good high quality uh, images or videos or music videos. Uh, it could be anything of that sort. Um, so uh, to come out of this clutter, you have to be creative enough. Uh, now the question is, does that creativity uh, uh, have to be hundred percent human driven? Um, I would say probably no. Again, so maybe they will use these combination of tools in a manner that only they can find out uh, a better combination, right? Um, it will be quite tough to become an uh, uh, original art, uh, but um, I would say uh, uh, you know uh, I I would believe that. Uh, humanity always appreciate originality. Um, I'm sure, uh, uh, even though there could be a lot of copy or uh, you know uh, uh, resemblance or uh, replication uh, tools in the market, uh, there could there could always be a big play for uh, original artists. Uh, not not just from a painting perspective, uh, it could be in the coding as well, right? Um, uh, I, I mean, this 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 is probably going to be really challenging. Uh, for example. If I have a very good enough, uh, uh, very very great coder, uh, 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 coder as an LLM, uh, then how do I copyright any new code, right? Uh, it's, it's it's going to be really tough to create that new copyright uh, uh, output, uh, uh, and and this will continuously get differentiated as as you will uh, as 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 your efforts to create originality kind of you know increases uh, from time to time. Uh, uh, I think that's going to happen. Uh, maybe creating an original art. Uh, when I say art, from a code to uh, uh, to an actual painting or music, or it could be any kind of art. Uh, I would I would always believe that uh, uh, coding is also an art. Uh, how you are doing it, your uh, n combinations will give you uh, n number of uh, ways to do the same job. Right? Uh, each uh, way is unique. Uh, um, you know, so that itself is originality. Uh, this this is going to be tough. Uh, to create an original art is going to be really tough as we go forward. Uh, correct. It's a entirely new ball game altogether. So it would be interesting to see what happens on this front. Uh, so uh, can AI be a co-author of a patent? Um, yeah, in fact, this is the important question that I was uh, saying. Uh, if we recognize AI as a co-author, uh, 
it's going to change a lot of things. Uh, it's going to change, uh, you know, the uh, uh, I would say uh, the role or 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 the importance of you know what we do versus uh, what AI is doing. It's going to be entirely different. Uh, it it will have tremendous amount of uh, impact on uh, all things uh, IP and copyright and um, you know uh, patentability, for example. Uh, all of it will get really, really uh, uh, drastically different. Uh, there were examples where people uh, people try to put AI as a co-author. Uh, this classic case, uh, which was uh, Taylor versus Widow, uh, sorry, Taylor uh, Widow. Um, so they have applied for patent uh, in 2019, mentioning uh, Davos. Uh, device for autonomous bootstrapping of unified uh, sentience, uh, the full form of it, as the co-inventor of uh, patents. Uh, and of course, certain geographies have not issued this patent, uh, like uh, UK, for example, Europe, uh, uh, Aust Australia, German courts, um, they all have declined uh, the patent for this. Uh, whereas in South Africa, so they were issued uh, the patent. Um, uh, so this 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 will change uh, a lot of things if that becomes the place. Um, I mean, uh, from a from a patentability perspective, uh, what people are saying, or at least what uh, uh, you know, what what is becoming very clear is, uh, you cannot uh, uh, mention uh, AI as a co-author because again, the comment that I mentioned, it's simply an enabler to your end patent. Uh, at the moment, it is not recognized as a co-author. Um, when uh, 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 I mean, you could always ask a question, right? So when uh, when does intelligence is worthy enough to be recognized as a conscious? Uh, if that is recognized as a conscious, uh, can can that has an individuality? Uh, does this uh, individuality also mean? Um, an equal uh, part of uh, a society like a human, for example. Uh, if this chain of actions have been recognized, um, then clearly uh, uh, we could call an AI as a co-author. If that happens, then I don't think there could be uh, a, you know, a, a human who is good enough to compete and produce patents uh, competing with uh, an AI co-author, right? Uh, or AI author itself, uh, because AI can probably produce most amount of uh, 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 patents uh, with a focused, uh, uh, you know, industry focus. For example, it could actually produce a lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas, a lot of iterations. And if it is recognized by an author, then all patents will probably go to that AI author. Um, so it's... I'm, uh, I'm. It's interesting. Uh, uh, so, when do uh, you uh, when do you say AI is qualified to become an author? And the moment it is qualified, so do you think there is uh, anybody intelligent enough that could compete with this author and create uh, competitive patents uh, in the market? Uh, maybe there could always be an originality in creating these patents, and it becomes quite, quite, quite hard to create a patent at that point of time. Uh, but Again, uh, at the moment, is not recognized as an author, uh, and the qualification to recognize that uh, as an author is also not clear at the moment. Okay, so like in uh, like just closing thoughts, like uh, you know, we talked about uh, AI being a co-author. So, 
you know is it possible like uh, on that note that ai can become an author for a patent or a copyright uh i mean somebody can debate as well right um, as i said so let's assume that um uh me being uh, uh me being uh, a creator of ai um i created a tool that can generate uh, it right uh then uh, in a, in a vice versa so uh, can i also uh, uh, own that ip um, or can i make uh, the ai to own that ip um i'm again uh, unless uh, unless we define uh, 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 what is the criteria to recognize ai as a co-author uh, unless that is clearly mentioned or uh, uh, some kind of clarifications are brought in uh i don't think uh, uh, that is uh, doable uh, in the current phase of things uh, so uh, in short uh, what's happening these days right uh, so we have seen a lot of inflection of uh, intelligence uh, in machines uh, particularly in the last 10 years uh, it was focused around narrow problems uh, in the early last decade uh, which is from 2012 to 2015 18 uh it was uh, the primary focus was uh, uh, you know very narrow problems uh, and then we have seen transition from being narrow focus to uh, maybe uh, you know early generalization that is happening uh, through through uh, a small scale llms for example uh, now there are uh, 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 you know there are large enough models uh, which can be generalized across multiple problems right uh and and this is not just happening in uh, for textual inference this is happening across different data types that's actually becoming uh, quite uh, challenging the scale at which we are productionizing these intelligence um while we are solving and creating a lot of opportunity and problems and everything uh we are also parallelly uh, creating uh, a, a chain of challenges uh, which are important to be ad- addressed so for example today we were discussing about ip and ownership of the ip uh, how about uh, you know uh, uh, the regulations as well so meaning uh, uh, for humans today there are clear regulations across different different cases right uh, for example as a citizen of uh, of of land uh, you are supposed to have uh, you have certain responsibilities and certain uh, regulations uh, if if ai has to be uh, you know recognized as a citizen as an author as uh, this and this uh, then such regulations probably need to be adjusted to uh, address the scale of this ai models so the issue and challenges uh, are uh, uh, you know in 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 a manner that uh, we have not seen before and it's a given uh, uh, like uh, you know like the road laws are not fully clear in 1900s when there were no cars for example uh when the car starts coming um, in on the roads that's when people start creating different of guidelines on uh, transportation and and regulations on transportation uh cars and everything right uh i think we are at that stage uh as these tools and these systems are uh, democratizing and uh, being uh, uh, being becoming applicable enough across use cases across user profiles uh these regulations uh, uh uh ip being one part of it has now need to be uh, uh, thought upon uh, if not uh, clearly defined um uh so there is no clear cut answer to say this has to be uh, yes and no uh, 
uh, for example, uh, as I said, in uh, one of the case, copyright was issued. In one of the case, copyright was not issued. Uh, it's a case-to-case -case basis, uh, at least for next few years, uh, before we see a standardization in uh, definitions, for example. Uh, there will be a lot of confusions for sure. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why, uh, you know, anything, any patent related to uh, software probably will take more time. Uh, as I said, it's quite tough to prove the originality and it's quite tough to validate that originality uh, uh, and people will take more time to validate, which means uh, anything that you want to issue a patent or a copyright will probably take more time, uh, particularly if you use AI as part of the, uh, uh, as, as part of the uh, patent or as part of the asset or as an enabler to deliver that asset, for example. Um, so... Let's see what's going to happen in next uh, few years. Uh, probably in next, uh, 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 you know, maybe five years or maybe 10 years, we will have clear guidelines. Um, if you ask me what do uh, I think makes sense, um, as I said, the moment when you, real, uh, when you uh, recognize uh, uh, AI as uh, a citizen or as an author, uh, we uh, we humans cannot compete that with the deliverables of such systems. Uh, then uh, does it make sense to create a separate class of uh, regulations uh, for them? Right. Uh, that's actually one of the uh, recommendations as well. Uh, why don't we create uh, an AI specific patent, uh, uh, for example, patent laws, uh, meaning a patent or copyrights that is created purely by AI. Uh, where AI will become uh, main author and humans probably will become co-author, for example. Um, that could also happen. So we may recognize it, uh, but we will recognize that as an alien, uh, who's, like something like, you know, aliens comes to uh, Earth, uh, they will have separate rights, we will have separate rights. Uh, maybe that's the case that we will end up with. Um, I'm not sure, actually, uh, but probably I think that would make sense uh, because uh, us, uh, uh, as a human humanity, uh, we have iterated multiple number of times to reach the stage. We will probably iterate further, uh, but those iterations are with the relativeness of a human in mind, uh, not AI or machines in mind. Uh, AI and uh, AI, uh, machines intelligence is on a different scale, on a different framework. Uh, it will probably require, uh, uh, you know, a separate class of regulations uh, before uh, uh, such that, uh, you know, they could still be regulated. Uh, they, could, they, they could still be a benefit of uh, uh, IP that is being created or benefit of doubt that is being created uh, uh, and a certain bit of, uh, uh, you know, constructive uh, uh, structure as well. Uh, for example, if you say any output from AI is not patentable or not copyrightable, that's also not ideal, right? Uh, for example, there are artists who would be using these tools to create a massively unique art. Uh, if that cannot be recognized as uh, a unique art uh, in any manner, uh, then somebody else can quickly copy it and replicate it. Uh, it could be an art, it could be a software also, it could be a code that is being generated along with an AI as they use AI, they were not given uh, copyrights, then what stops anybody to copy that, right? Uh, uh, I think, uh, uh, so this this is what I believe will, will probably make sense. Um, I'm sure everybody is trying to address this problem in, in their own way of, uh, of framework. Uh, uh, I'm, 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 I'm looking more forward for such kind of judgments 
because jurisdiction is uh, uh, you know can give you a lot of guidance in terms of debates uh, the sense of the debate uh, and uh, you know and whatever the final outcome is um, that could give us the guidelines in terms of where we are heading towards to or uh, what kind of framework that uh, we are heading towards to um, I, i know that i've given you the long answer i think in a, in a, in a very one line statement probably ai can be recognized as an author but not uh, in a same framework as uh, humans uh, it could probably have its own framework uh, uh, maybe then it could be recognized as an author um, when it is when is it going to happen not sure uh, but i look forward to see what's going to happen in the market uh great uh, so i think uh, like you uh, quickly mentioned on the ai regulation so uh i think over the past year or uh, two years there has been a lot of discussion around ai regulations the copyright and ip issues are something that we've started seeing just of late the noise have just started uh, so i think we have a lot co- to cover and a long way to go uh, uh, through those aspects uh so thank you so much for your wonderful insights today vinay uh, this was a quite an interesting discussion and uh, Uh, a special thanks to our audience also who has tuned in for this episode uh, we hope to see you again for the upcoming episode as well uh, uh, which will be our episode number 4 uh, coming up next month so keep watching this space again uh, for the f- uh, next announcements thank you so much thanks again vinay thank you